Holly G with the Golf Insiders. And um, big, big week for the LPGA Tour. It is um, their probably most, I would say, prestigious, historic major on the schedule. It's the ANA Inspiration from Rancho Mirage, California, famous for Poppy's Pond, which the players jump into off the 18th green on Sunday, the winner, I should say. And it's always a pleasure to have Steve Eubanks, managing editor of the LPGA, joining us today. Hi, Steve. Hi, Holly. Nice to be with you. Well, so excited. So many memories of this tournament back in my day at the LPGA. And um, we're this will be the sixth week that the LPGA has been back, you know, out playing. Um, you know, it took them a little longer to get their season going. I think understandably with the number of international players on that tour. We talk about this many times. I think the LPGA represents really represents a global tour in so many ways. Bring my listeners up to date on, you know, how the season's been going. I don't think you could have, we could have asked for anything better. I mean, when you look at Danielle Kane winning back-to-back, you look at Stacey Lewis winning for the first time as a mom in Scotland, and then you look at just what Sophia Popov did, the historic win at the uh, AIG Women's Open, and, and all of the emotions that went into that. that. That might be the golf story of the year. Uh, man or woman, and it's just uh, one of the, one of the best stories in sports. And then uh, you come back at Arkansas, and you see Austin Ernst win uh, the way she did. Uh, you know her second win and uh, the emotions that she had there. It really kind of sets up great for um, for the drama that's going to take place inside the ropes. And it's it's less of a distraction from all of the things that seem to be happening outside the ropes. I think fans have now recognized that. 2020 is kind of the year of the asterisks. I mean, we're going to have uh, – there are going to be things that look different. No fans, no grandstands. Um, the, you know, it, this week, for example, you're going to have players – I mean, uh, caddies in golf carts because the uh, the temperatures are so hot. Uh, you've had – throughout the rest of the season, you've given players the option of not having a caddy, of having a push cart. You, you know, and you've seen that a couple of times. Uh, but fans are over that. I mean, everybody recognizes that everything's going to be a little bit different this year, and they're focusing on the action, and the action has been terrific so far. Yeah, uh, share a little bit um, with my listeners about that wonderful story about Sophia Popoff, uh, you know, winning over in uh, Troon. Three weeks prior, Sophia Popoff was a caddy. She was caddying for her friend Anne Van Damme. Um, but because she just didn't have any place to play. She had, um, uh, look, Sophia, Sophia in 2013, when she was an amateur at USC, she was the it girl. She was the one everyone looked at and thought, uh, this is going to be the can't-miss kid. Uh, and she ended up missing, and, and missing pretty spectacularly. And the reason was, early in her rookie year, uh, she realized she was having some health problems that couldn't be identified. She was constantly fatigued. Uh, she lost a lot of weight because she couldn't keep any food down. Uh, she, she had very interesting things happening with her eyesight. Um, and, and she had numbness in her extremities, all of which were uh, you know, kind of crazy symptoms for something she couldn't identify. Went to numerous doctors trying to figure out what was wrong. Uh, had every kind of possible diagnosis from fibromyalgia to uh, somebody, to, to people telling her, no, this is just stress-related from you being on tour. It's all in your head. Um, 
finally, it took three years, and she finally got a proper diagnosis. She had Lyme disease, and it had been in her system for three solid years and will remain in her system. Obviously, it's not a disease that goes away, but it is one that is treatable. Uh, But at least she had an answer, and she was able through diet and through some medication to bring it under control and to really work on her game and come back. Uh, During the off-season this year, she won three events on the Cactus Tour, uh, while everybody was down, it was her first wins as a professional on you know, just kind of a, a, a West Coast mini tour. Uh, comes out at, at the at, uh, in or in uh, excuse me in uh, the Marathon Classic in Ohio and finishes in a top ten. That earned her a spot into the Women's British. She goes over and out of nowhere makes her first victory on the LPGA Tour a major championship. Just an extraordinary tale, and really held the lead for the last fifty-four holes. It was it was something to see uh, as she continued to press ahead uh, when everybody thought she would collapse. She just never did. Uh, just one of the most extraordinary stories in all of sports. Absolutely, uh, I you know I had tears uh, just just watching uh, watching that and uh, could relate. I um, I was very fortunate. I got diagnosed with Lyme disease. This was back about five years ago. I got very lucky. I had I got the mark. Um, only about fifteen percent of people get what looks like this little red, you know, bullseye, and um, so you know I I know Lyme disease can be so debilitating and um, it can be uh, something you know very insidious where it sort of masks itself as all these other things. Um, so you know. It, this, it, and it is something that just so drains your energy and can impact, you know, so many, so many parts of, of your, you know, of your body. Uh, just, just remarkable um, to, to see this, uh, this amazing success story. Yeah, it's been, it, it, it's truly, and you couldn't, ha- it couldn't have happened to, to a nicer person. She, uh, she is genuinely one of the kindest people uh, in our game. I, I, I remember Holly, when we had the Solheim Cup uh, in Germany, she was over, uh, wasn't playing, obviously she was over doing German media. Uh, so she was hanging out in the media center with us and, and really volunteered to be the translator for everyone because a lot of us had trouble ordering lunch. <laughs> uh, I love it. So Sophia would, uh, would, would follow us around and make sure that, uh, that nobody got any, had too much trouble over there. Well, uh, you know, I think the LPGA has been riding a little under the radar because of, you know, the attention on the, on the PGA Tour. Uh, but um, they're, you know, just such wonderful stories that are evolving in, in this season already. Stacy Lewis, of course, coming back after, uh, you know, becoming a mom. And I'm looking at a, a beautiful little picture of she and her daughter Chesney uh, after she won um you know just uh what last month and yeah. it's great to see her back yeah the scottish open it, it's been it's just been wonderful to see uh it, the diversity of people that have been winning in addition to sophia you did have uh stacy you have um you know danielle kang really pressing and making the run at the number one spot in the world i mean she has vaulted up you, you talk about a player who it took a long time for her once she turned pro to win her first she also made her first victory a major championship, the uh, KPMG Women's PGA Championship in Chicago. Yes. Um, and then she, but she has since then, um, and since beginning to work with Butch Harmon out in Las Vegas, 
uh, propelled herself to the number two spot in the world rankings and is making a charge to be the number one player in the world. Yeah, and she's, uh, you know, she's 27. So like you said, it, it took a little bit of time for, uh, you know, her to really, uh, you know, get comfortable in the winner's circle, but now has racked up five wins. I, I love sometimes looking at the profiles of the players, uh, you know, in their bios. She said that if she hadn't uh, joined the LPGA Tour, she would have uh, liked to have been an actress. I, I love that. Yeah, and, and if you know anything about Danielle, she, uh, she she would have fit perfectly in that mold as well. Uh, she, she can, um, uh, she, she's, she loves being on the spotlight. Well, we have another uh, up-and-coming American player who won uh, last, what was at the end of August in, at the Walmart uh, Championship in Arkansas, Austin Ernst. Sounds yeah, like they Austin. weren't sure if she was going to be a girl or a boy, Steve. Yeah, well, Austin is, is uh, she, she's a wonderful person from Greenville, South Carolina. Um, had, had a tremendous amateur career. Won one time previously on the tour and played in one Solheim Cup as a result of that victory, um, but has had a number of near misses. And if anything has held her back, it has been her putting. And so it was it, this offseason, again, I think, you know, it, it, uh, every, every shot helps somebody in golf. And uh, being able to take the amount of time off this summer uh, that everyone did helped her tremendously because she was able to focus solely on the putting room and spent a lot of time. Uh, grinding out lag putts from 25 and 30 feet and, and uh, making everything inside 10 feet. And, and it's shown. I mean, she her ball striking has always been tremendous, but uh, now she's holding the putts. And uh, I, would, I would not count her out this week uh, just because she's familiar, she's familiar with the lines on the golf course. She's disciplined enough to take those lines. And if she starts rolling in some putts, anything's possible. So I'm looking at the current standings of the race to the CME Globe, which is the LPGA's version of the FedEx Cup, if you will, the you know season-long points competition. And great to see NB Park. She's uh, number two behind Daniel Kang. Um, MB, of course, we know is you know one of the superstars on the tour. 20 wins, seven majors, matching Julie Inkster and Kari Webb. Um, you know, she had a bit of an off year, I guess you could say, um, in 2019, but, uh, you know, back on her game. Yeah, and look, anybody wants more than anything in the world to uh, make the, the Korean Olympic team, which could be the toughest team in the world to make. No uh, doubt. And, wow. And, and that's why she's playing so many. It's why you see her out so much right now. Um, she was she was one of the few uh, Korean players in the top world rankings that made the trip to Scotland to play in both the ladies Scottish and the women's British. And, and look, played very well in both. Um, she's been out every week on tour, and, and the reason for that is she is uh, uh, she wants to defend her gold medal. I love that. I love that. And, and yes, I mean, uh, really, when you think about it, that's a lot of competition to make that Korean Olympic team. Uh, just yeah. some incredible players as, that we've gotten to see on the LPGA Tour. Uh, another uh, uh, rising American player, Cheyenne Knight. Not Cheyenne oh, yeah. Woods that we're familiar with, but Cheyenne Knight. I love that name. Uh, 23, and she's uh, got one win already in her rookie year. She, she won in her rookie year in her home state of Texas. And, um, look, she, she was 
such a tremendous person in, uh, in playing in the uh, Lady Scottish. Got in the playoff with Stacey Lewis. Uh, had a had a terrific Sunday final round. Um, Cheyenne is she's not incredibly long, but she's a, just a precise iron player. And, and uh, I think when uh, when you get a golf course that is a precision golf course, uh, she's someone who is always going to contend. Uh, and a lot of it too has to do with her attitude. Nothing seems to rattle her. Uh, she is the same person whether she is shooting 65 or 75. And that's, that's the kind of person that you always know is going to be on the rise. Well, speaking of on the rise, Lydia Ko, good to see her game coming back around. I couldn't believe, because it seems like we've been talking about her for a number of years now, Steve. She's only 23. Her rookie year was 2014. And as we know, she was the youngest winner at 15 on the LPGA Tour. You also might not recognize her these days because she's blonde. Uh, but, uh, you know, Lydia seems to be uh, getting her game excuse me, back in gear. Not only that, I mean, look, it, when, when Lydia came out, she looked like a 15-year-old. I mean, her game wasn't that way, and she certainly didn't uh, appear that way when you spoke to her. But, but she had, you know, she, she physically appeared to be a kid. Uh, now you're talking about a very fit athlete. Um, she is something, and, and the, the results are showing in how her game has evolved. Uh, in 2016, when she won the, uh, the A&A Inspiration, she averaged 249 yards off the team. That's not very long. Right. Um, I, I spoke to her coach, Sean Foley, this last week, and he said uh, this past, prior to her going to California and Florida, they were doing some work together, and he had her on the launch monitor. She's flying driver 260 in the air. Wow. Um, that's, you know, that's not quite area time to guard bombing it, but it is certainly in the upper half of the field. She, she is, she's moving it out there now. Uh, and, and I think people who see Lydia's golf swing these days will be incredibly impressed with the motion she's making. Yeah, so if I do the math correctly, when she won the ANA Inspiration in uh, 2016, she was 17. Was that right? That's right. She was she was the youngest uh, a woman ever to win a, a major, ever to win two majors. And she was the youngest person, man or woman, ever to reach number one in the world. Wow. Um, all right, so we've got uh, Stacey Lewis is a past uh, champion, Brittany Lincecum, <clears throat> uh, Lexi Thompson. All right, give us your uh, crystal ball here, Steve. Uh, who should we be paying attention to? Nellie Corda. Oh. Nellie Corda has been playing incredibly well. Um, she, she didn't putt very well on the slow greens at, um, uh, at, at Royal Troon, or she really would have. Uh, contended well into the weekend there, uh, but she is right on the cusp of winning a major, and she desperately wants to win that major championship. Well, uh, this is really one of the you know most fun events. Um, you know, just that great tradition. Uh, was it Amy Alcott that started that? When when did that dive into the pond? Amy Amy won, did the first one in '88, and then no one did it in '89 and '90. But when Amy won again in '91, Dinah Shore said, "Hey, I'll jump in with you," uh, and that was when the tradition started. Amy and Dinah went in together. Well, you just gave me goosebumps mentioning Dinah Shore because uh, you know I had the opportunity when I was director of communications at the LPGA to meet her and uh, spend some time with her and. Uh, talk about a champion for women's golf and the LPGA. Um, 
you know, one of, uh, one of our favorites in golf, Dinah Shore. Rest in peace. She's terrific. No doubt about it. Well, Steve, uh, who else? Who's your pick? Are you going with Nellie? But who's, who's going to be your pick Sunday? Well, look, I, I, I think it's going to be Nellie and Danielle Kang are going to be uh, the, the two to watch throughout the week. This is a golf course that, that can have some surprises. I mean, if you look in the past, you had Pernilla Lindbergh win here. You've had, uh, you've had some uh, – Stacey Lewis won her first one uh, here. So, so it is a tournament that can, can jump – some people can jump up. Uh, but I think if you had to look down the current leaderboard and say who's the, uh, the, the early pick, I would say it's Nellie and Danielle. All right, I love that. I think I'm going to be uh, rooting for Stacy Lewis. I'd, I'd love to see her bounce back. My goodness, you know, kudos to these moms on tour and, you know, what it takes to come back after having a baby. You know, she was talking a little bit about that in a, in a wonderful article on LPGA.com. I, I recommend people to go read about it. And, the, you know, the 20 moms on tour right now and, you know, watching uh, Serena Williams come back at the U.S. Open – uh, this past week, you know, with her daughter, my gosh, you know, uh, what they, what they have to do to practice and arrange their schedules and, you know, take care of the little ones, um, you know, hats off to, uh, LPG moms. Yeah. It's a, they're, they do yeoman's work out there. All right, Steve, always appreciate your time. Steve Eubanks, managing director for the LPGA tour. Big job. And we appreciate your time. Thanks, Holly. Good to talk to you. All right. Cheers.